All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, D2 Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Uh, Jake, you and I have been talking a lot of uh, current events and some politics. Uh, decided li- this week we, we haven't done overlooked news in a long time. So let's let's dig in deep. And even though we've been doing politics and current events, let's uh, see what we've missed. What do you think of that? Yeah, sounds good, man. All right, I got a... That's you texting me. All right, so let me put my phone on silent. There we go. Um, uh, This one, this first one I have is not big news by any means. It's just fucking cool, awesome news. Okay, here's the headline. Someone put a statue of Jason Voorhees in a Minnesota lake for divers to stumble across. Oh, that's awesome. And it is. They have a couple pictures of it, and they even have video. Uh, listeners, if you Google that, Jason Voorhees, Minnesota Lake, they they have pictures and video. It's pretty fucking freaky because it's down over 100 feet, I believe. Uh, does it say 120? 120 feet deep. Oh, wow, so, it's, so it's, like, it's like deep in the lake. It's pitch black. And so apparently this is a popular diving lake for uh, for people uh, to, to— there's a lot of underwater neat shit to look at. And if you're lucky— now that it's out there, it's kind of sad, but you would just stumble across this. I mean, he's got a machete in his hand, his uh, iconic hockey mask. He's chained to the bottom, just sort of floating there. They made it, um, well, it looks like he's floating, but he's, he's sitting on the bottom. But, you know, it's an upright. So you're just swimming around looking at nooks and crannies and whatever fish are in Minnesota Lake, and you stumble across fucking Jason Voorhees. It's, it's in Crystal Lake. And wasn't the camp in... It was Crystal Lake, yeah. Crystal, I think, yeah. I think that was. Uh, I I don't know if if they were thinking of that lake specifically, but it was. It was, I believe, Crystal Lake Camp Crystal yeah. Lake. It was, and so I and don't also. Know who... I believe at the end of one of them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but either two or three or four. I think one of them they kill him by tying him to something heavy, and he goes to the bottom of the lake. Well, they actually have it in the end of Friday the Thirteenth Part. Six, Jason lives. God damn it. I was wrong. Megan and Tommy managed to trap Jason in the bottom of Crystal Lake. Well, it seems that some random person has recreated the scene by planting a Jason statue. And yeah, that. Uh, now I need oh. to go back and watch Friday the 13th, part one through 27, <laughs> just to just so I can have my have my references down. I like to be precise. Either way, it it's fucking incredible that someone thought to do this and uh, but then again you're in a lake so what are the odds you are going to accidentally stumble across it that's you have to kind of leak uh the fact that it's out there you know because you, yeah. could, you could put it in a lake and then it might just sit there for 20 years and no one stumbles across it because you're literally talking about a statue at the bottom of a you know big You'd have to you'd have to have some really good luck to stumble. But the video is freaky. They show of it because it is pitch black down that low, and the guy knows where it is, and he's swimming and filming, and all of a sudden you just you see it come up in the darkness, and you're like, that would freak you the fuck out if you were the first person to see that. Oh yeah, that that would be wild. Yeah, I actually uh, I I saw Friday one of the Friday the Thirteenths in a bar a while back. As I, I think I was just waiting for a show or, or something, and it, it was just sort of playing on a TV over the bar, no sound or anything. And I, I, I like those slasher movies when I was when I was a little kid, you know. But then you get a little bit older, you watch a horror movie with the plot, like The Shining or something, 
or, or misery. Silence and of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, after after you see something like that, the hey, we're just teenagers fucking in the woods. What's that? Oh, I'm sure it's nothing, Karen. And dead. That that plot. It's like all right, that. That doesn't work anymore. I, I see that's the same movie over and over again. It's repetitive. It's no good. And then and then you move on. But then looking back at it as an adult, you go, how the fuck were those ever big in the first place? I mean, it's one thing if you don't have good movies, but The Shining came out before any of that shit, you know? The Exorcist came out before that. So I, I'm like, how is that taken off? I mean, there was a chunk in the 80s there. That's all horror movies were. Was that Freddy Krueger? Freddy's at least funny. He gets he gets a semi-pass, but it's basically the same thing. And then I, I, I watched it with no sound, and I sort of got it. I was like, oh, this is... This works without language. This is this works internationally, because I, I couldn't hear what they were saying. I, I can't read lips, but I could follow the plot. You know, it's basically what I just said. Teenagers <laughs> trying to bang in the woods, and then they die. get fucking stabbed. And the one who's the one who's not high or getting laid, nah, they're gonna win. And and that's just you know that's that's the way every single one of them goes. But you can follow it. If I spoke only Swahili, I would be able to watch that movie just the same as I I can speaking the same language as 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 the film because you can, it's it's that simple to follow along with. I I I missed. Um that section like I, I i saw the freddy krueger films but i also immediately discovered the law of diminishing returns like i saw Fr or a nightmare on elm street and was like wow that was different and innovative uh you know killing being killed sure. in your dreams and then two was like well that that was just a shitty rehash of of one and three was like well this this is just getting worse and and it, it they did they didn't get more creative or imaginative just just worse as far as I remember and I can't remember the last one I saw but it was probably three I don't think I went to see Nightmare on Elm Street four or on maybe I saw four because that was the one with Doc and you know we're the dream yeah. warriors um but the, the Friday the 13th I did not catch up to until part three when it was 3d and I finally saw that and I was like well wait why is this the third one in the series this sucks and I eventually saw one and two and was like I, I can't believe they made a three. These these first two are horrible. So the, yeah. the whole thing was sort of, I, I never understood it even as a kid. Yeah, it, it really was just, it was just a slasher movie. Whereas Friday the 13th was actually, uh, it, it was at least funny. And then it, it was a little more creative than most of them because, it, it you know, they had to be sleeping as opposed to, there's right. just a monster in the woods killing us. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a little more... And, and you have to give the, the first Friday the 13th, even though it wasn't good, at least there was a little twist on it because it yeah, was the mom doing was, the killing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, which I genuinely you know, her found son drowned, scary, so, you know? Yeah. Because the thing is, is oh, it's uh, it's an immortal monster in in a hockey mask. It, it's like, yeah, but it's, it's not... It's not real. Whereas, you know, the the old lady who's going crazy and killing people, that feels more real. That's 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 possible. And plus, it, it it the actress they got to play the mom did a really good job with that. Just being a sweet old lady and then her face just changes and you can see that they let my boy drown. Ah like and then she goes crazy. And that's it's cool. It's it's cool to see a sweet little old lady 
goes crazy. It, it was a good twist, and they they did a good job with it. And then they were like, "Oh no, let's 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 make the guy come back as a monster." And then it's like, "Well, it's not any different." And that's 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 the movie Halloween then with a different mask. Right, and that woman, there was there was a point to it. She lost her child, so there was there was something yeah. that set off the psychosis. And as you said, moving forward, it was just you know indestructible can get burned and stabbed and shot and still keeps walking at that same pace and it's like yeah it became rote but um and, and then even then in- i think they should have made it the ghost of the old woman i think the uh the creepy little girl ghost if if i had to pick one that creeps me out the most as far as monsters go it's that creepy little girl ghost you know the girl in the ring i was just going to say are you talking the ring now yeah i'm talking yeah or you, you know yeah, there's the creepy little girl ghost in a lot of different horror movies and as far as like cliche monsters that they do over and over again that little la 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 that whole thing creeps me out more maybe it's because i'm pro-choice maybe it's because i'm afraid that girl is gonna be like hey you remember that lady that you banged you know eight (laughs) years ago without a well you know uh i'm dead now but she still wants eight years of back child support payments that's what i came (laughs) i'm not even gonna try to stab you i know you could take me if i had a knife in my hand but i'm letting the courts know where you're at and they're gonna come garnishing your wages I th- maybe that's why the little girl creeps me out or the haggard old woman is kind of close to the little girl that's a creepier thing for as opposed to just some uh some big monster thing it, because it's it's more abstract at that point somehow i agree i agree all right moving on here's a story i sent you last week that we never discussed china is now cracking down on funeral strippers hired to entertain mourners and attract larger crowds to funerals. Hey, Sangria, stop barking. See, Sangria doesn't like the fact that China's cracking down on it either. This is goddamn right. Who wants Big Brother controlling their funerals? And their strippers at funerals. Who wants big government coming down when you just want to see some nubile young woman get naked in front of uh, a dead guy's family. Right. I mean, you know, what was it, about 250 years ago? I'm not good with math right now, but over 200 years ago, there was a group of fellas called the Founding Fathers. You need to put Sangria in a a closet. Hey, Sangria, no, no, quit it. Yeah, there's, no, she gets out of the back room. God damn it. Shut up. Shut up. Stop barking. What's she barking at? Go. She, they're doing construction or something outside, and it's been, uh, yeah, it's it's been irritating her. <laughs> well, here's the, the sad thing about this article is it doesn't really give any reason for the strippers other than what it said is to attract larger crowds to the funeral so that the family can then somehow... I don't know, mind fuck themselves into thinking, oh, look at all these, because it says they're looking for big turnouts at the funeral so that the family can say, oh, these people turned out for the funeral. Well, you've got uh, women taking off their clothes and and people staring at them. That's not a turnout for the funeral. It's it's for the people taking off their clothes. But this is a practice. It happens. They... It happens so often that the government wants it to stop happening for some reason. I don't get either side of it. I don't get why the funeral wants strippers there, and I don't understand why the government gives so two let me fucks. Get this, let me get this straight. They're, they're hiring strippers for the funeral, and the idea is that it draws a crowd? That's all this article says is 
Well, it's maybe it's a pride thing. Chinese rural households are more inclined to show off their disposable incomes by paying out several times their annual income for actors, singers, comedians, and strippers to, you know, comfort and entertain the mourners. Why this is a thing, it doesn't say other than, I guess it's it's keeping up with and outdoing the Joneses. Someone did it first, and then someone said, "Well, if we don't have a stripper at our funeral, we look like we're peasants, even though they are." That all makes peasants. sense for Larry Flint, but uh, anyone else, it, it just seems odd. Maybe Hugh Hefner there might have been a stripper at his funeral. That, that would that would be on on brand. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I suppose if I went into deeper research, I could find it. But this article is just like, yeah, it happens, and the government is tired of it, which. I, like I just said, I don't understand either side of why why the government gives two fucks, and maybe that's the communist side of China, that's right. which is we must uh, rule with an iron fist, even though that's a Russian accent and not a Chinese When the British one. told the founding fathers not to have strippers at the funeral, they dumped all their tea in the goddamn river. <laughs> and then right. they stripped next to it. Yeah, they brought strippers to the river. That's the and, and that's sad that that is not discussed more in American history classes. Sure, we hear about taxation and the breakaway from England, but what about the strippers we wanted at American funerals? Why do they not get their due in the American history books? That's that's why America is America and China's China. Bunch of Puritans. They uh they they whitewashed history. They don't like to talk about it. All right, one more light article, and then we can do something. Uh, but. But uh, with Easter is coming up, and I pulled this article from last year. I remember this from last goddamn year, March 2nd, 2017. And who knows if they will do it again. But um, Peeps Flavored Oreos debuted last year during Easter. Peeps Flavored Oreos, and they turned tongues pink, fair enough, but they also turned poop pink. So people would eat these, first of all, I don't understand all the multitude, many myriad flavors of Oreos out there. Oreos are goddamn delicious as Oreos. Anytime- yeah, you got you got a winning uh, you, you got you got a winning combination there. Just just stick with regular Oreos. Yeah, and so every year you see like pumpkin spice at Halloween. I saw. I've seen <laughs> uh, a candy cane Oreo at Christmas. I've seen. Fuck peanut butter Oreo, and I tr- I actually tried that one, and it was not good. Oreo as a standalone is delicious. Now Peeps are disgusting, and why you would take something disgusting and and plug it into Oreo, which is something beautiful, and and now people are pinking poop, or they were last Easter. So I don't know if it's going to be lesson learned or not, but I did I ever tell you this? If anyone ever asks me if I could name something good that happened from the Trump presidency. I would say Oreos. Did I tell you that one? Oreos. No. Do you remember when Hillary and uh, and Donald were facing off in the election, and one big talking point was uh, the Oreo facility in Illinois. Nabisco was talking about closing it and sending the jobs to Mexico, and I boycotted it at that point. In, like, August of 2016, I'm like, well, shit, I can't buy Oreos now. I, I feel bad for the American worker. I'm not going to support them moving jobs to Mexico. But then the election happened, and people voted for Donald Trump. And I'm like, oh, well, if, if the American worker doesn't give a fuck about the American economy, then I don't have to either. So I bought Oreos again. It was, it was sort of like a nice little twist on the Oreo presidency. If white male blue-collar workers don't give a shit about their own jobs— 
and they vote for Trump, then I can eat Oreos imported from Mexico because I, it. Did they still move the Oreo factory? Yeah, they did. They they moved the Oreo factory. That's why I can buy them now. I boycotted them when they said they were moving, and then Trump was elected president, and they moved the the plant to Mexico, and it was like, well, there you go. So I can I can eat Oreos again because had they given a shit about their jobs or the economy or America in general, they would have not voted for Trump. But since they did, well, then I don't have to care about them. Now, to be fair, I I get why somebody who it works in a factory like that would have thought that Trump was going to help them more. Well, because, if they were stupid, yes, because well, look what happened to the right, right. The, but like the I'm saying, I get in why they would think that Hillary Clinton wasn't going to do anything about that. I get why they think that the lady whose husband wrote NAFTA was going to get their company sent to another country. Like I, I get that. That being said, and 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 he was saying he was going to help keep jobs here now why they believed that a dude who you know comes from like real estate money in manhattan wasn't going to sell them out to rich people <laughs> I mean, that that's exactly. the part i don't get but i no i'm not i'm not gonna like it, it, that makes sense to me it makes sense to me why somebody that works in a small factory would have would have wanted him to win or works in a large factory in a small town would have wanted him to win over her because to be fair he was actually campaigning to those people and she wasn't at the end of the day uh, well i i don't disagree with that but at the end of the day you have to put on your big boy pants and your thinking camp and say okay he's telling me what i want to hear but he's donald trump so i'm not stupid and i'm not going to listen and that's my ultimate take on it is at the end of the day when you don't put on your big boy pants and vote like an adult then i get to laugh at you like carrier in indiana when he said ah oh, we're saving all those jobs and sure. nearly all those jobs are gone they they did they, they did a story on the one year anniversary of that big Indiana plant carrier, I think it was air conditioning, right. and the jobs are all gone. They, and while they, I don't disagree with you them. completely with that, how many of those jobs would have Hillary Clinton kept? Probably none. So I, that's it was kind of a lose-lose for them if you look at it like that. True. I, I don't disagree with you there either. And Oreo wouldn't have gone anywhere either. Hillary Clinton wasn't going to do a goddamn thing about that. As far as outsourcing jobs, um, that was sort of a lose-lose for those people. True. But had they said, you know what, I'm putting on my big boy pants and voting for Hillary, then I would still boycott. Why Oreo. is that their big boy pants if if their jobs were going away anyway? Well, because they have to vote for what's best overall as opposed to the the orange baboon we have now. No. Well, I think that is best overall. If if we're talking about people whose jobs are going to an outside country, um, they're kind, they're kind of screwed either way there, you know. They are, but I'm saying, yeah, I hear you. But at some point, you have to look beyond yourself. You have to say, all right, I am getting fucked either way. What is best beyond me? And that's where the failing came in. Right, but I, I also think if if you're getting, and I'm, I'm just... Just because I, I don't like you shitting on the Oreo people because <laughs> Trump won. I don't think they're related. <laughs> I look. I I, I use on, it as a justification. I know that. <laughs> I I I'm on the side of the Trump supporting Oreo people. All right. I don't know. That, for all I know, they all voted for Hillary. But I I'm 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 playing devil's advocate here, and I I'm as well you should that Hillary Clinton was such a shitty candidate, especially for blue collar working people whose jobs are all depending on one factory, that it wouldn't matter. And at least this guy was uh, promising some kind of change. 
and they were hoping that some kind of massive change was going to somehow keep Oreos, uh, you know, getting cooked in the Midwest as opposed to down in Tijuana. Who the fuck wants to eat Tijuana Oreos? They turn your shit pink, man. <laughs> and that's what we have to discover is will they go with uh, Peeps flavored Oreos again this year? Tijuana, maybe that's where they're getting the ideas, you know, like uh, <laughs> what, what What do you think we should have, S.A.? Eh, Peeps? I, I don't know who's coming up with these goddamn ideas, well, but they are not good. It's one factory down there where they keep, uh, they, they, they make Oreos. They make uh, cookie crisps and they make peeps and people keep sending the peeps back because they're like, yeah, it's way, this thing is two years past the expiration date. No one is, no one is eating these peeps, S.A. And, and they're like, what are we going to do with all these peeps? Uh, they keep coming back to the, what are we going to do with these old stale peeps? Ah, we'll put them in Oreos. We'll make it a special holiday thing. We'll make it, it's an Easter thing. That's what we're doing with these unsold peeps that no one wants to buy. Well, I do have to give them credit for that then. I did not look at it that way, but that, that is... So that means they're probably like 2015 and 2014 peeps that ended up in the 2017 Oreos. Or the... Yeah, 2017, because it's 2018 now. How's that for a brain fart? I had no clue what year it was. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, uh, I, I, I'm I still doing that. But here, but the thing is, as, ba- as bad as that sounds, the, the peeps in the Oreos, I would be willing to try it just because... Oreo, if you would have explained an Oreo to me before ever giving me one, if if, if you came to me, if, if I, this is Shark Tank, and you're like, listen, I have an idea for a cookie. I, I don't have a sample with me or anything. I'm just, I'm going to tell you what the cookie is. Okay, what is it? It's a chocolate cookie. Oh, I like chocolate cookies. So what you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to bring chocolate cookies to people that are the same uh, they really imitate the kind at the bakery, right? That you get fresh in the morning when it's still hot. No, opposite of that. Uh, it's chocolate on the outside. And when I say chocolate, I just mean a black chalky substance that doesn't really look like chocolate. <laughs> it more looks like asphalt. It looks like um, toothpaste sandwiched in between uh, asphalt. That is, It's chocolate that's so highly produced <laughs> that it's just a dry. No, it just it crumbles. It's Yeah, it doesn't even look like food now, that being said it's gonna knock the balls off of any regular cookie you've ever had and i'd be like no i don't think it is i think you should fucking what's wrong with chocolate chip cookies that's what i would have been telling the oreo people the same thing i would have told them then is what i'm telling them now about regular oreos so I, yeah i'll I, I i would be interested in trying them have you have you ever uh eaten at tom plus chi tom plus chi mm-hmm. no it's uh, you said Shark Tank, and that's what I automatically think of whenever someone says Shark Tank. Shark Tank, I think of Tom plus Chi. It's it's a play on Tom and Chi or tomato and cheese. It's a it's a restaurant that was pitched on Shark Tank, and they got investment and they expanded too fast, and now they're contracting because it literally is just a tomato soup and grilled cheese restaurant. But they're really good. But their selling point was. They started as a kiosk outside bars in, I think, Cincinnati. So at bar time, people would stumble out and they'd want, you know, like, oh, grilled cheese, that's amazing. And and so they did gangbuster business there. But they're They big... have a ton of grilled cheese restaurants here, just small little restaurants that do like artisan grilled cheese sandwiches. And yeah, they're all overpriced. And I, Oh, this I... isn't overpriced. This is this is like conveyor belt, but delicious. Oh, wow. So it's not. But here was their claim to fame. 
they uh, created, and I think they had four or five of them, a, a donut grilled cheese sandwich. So they would take like a blueberry donut, cut it in half, flip it upside down, and then put uh, like bl- like goat cheese crumbles or blue cheese crumbles. Or it it might sound weird, but I had a couple of them, and they were delicious. They nice. had like a strawberry donut and grilled cheese. With it was it was fantastic. And like I said, it's sad they are contracting. They they expanded and opened up way too many, and you know overextended themselves, and now they had to shut down a bunch. Yeah. So they're getting more difficult to find. Hopefully, they will level off because I would hate to see them disappear. Because yeah. when I went in. Just like I said, you, you get a stupid, plain grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup, and then I got like a, a s'more donut with it, it. Like you think, a donut and cheese would be bad, but the way they do it, they 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 got their shit together and they made it delicious. I I did have one here where it was uh, it was ice cream in between two donuts, and so they made an ice cream sandwich with donuts, and then they put cereal on it. Interesting. Yeah. I am not opposed to that. I would try. No, See, I would really try a, uh, a Peep Oreo, but I, I will try those things. I, I mean, I wouldn't try. pay for a Peep Oreo, but if someone handed it to me, I, 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 I need it. See, and yeah, that's the thing is I would not buy a full. They, they sell them in, in boxes, so I'm not going to buy a full box of Peep Oreos. But you're right. If someone handed me one, I might try it. But yeah, they they. You know, if, um, if if they're if they're that good, what Oreo needs to do is put their put their money where their peeps are, so to speak, and in every regular thing of Oreos, just on top. That way, it's not even taking the place of the regular Oreo that you would have gotten. They just need to put a peep Oreo and be like, "Hey, here's a here's a freebie. Here's a free sample with your with your three full sleeves of Oreo." Here's one just in the container on top. An extra Oreo that is what a peep Oreo for you to try. You got to try this shit. Not a bad idea. I like the way you think. I uh, went to the Tom and Chi website, and it's sad. Even another location is gone. I went to their locations, and the one I had gone to a couple times was uh, in Royal Oak, Michigan, outside of Detroit, and it's gone. Like It looks like they have 19 locations left across the country, and... Ah, you fuckers, you expanded too quick. You need to... That's sad. So I don't know where I'm going to get one again. If if you're listening to us, you have to be in Canton, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan. You have to be... Ooh, it looks like Canton, Ohio as well. So Ohio has a couple locations, but... It was always Old Man Chester Von Tomato and Cheese fear that one day people would figure out how to make grilled cheese sandwiches at home. And then his whole (laughs) empire was fucked. Well, I am in Cuyahoga Falls in May or April. April or May, I think May. And if the if the Akron location is still open, I may travel there. All right, let's do another story. I found this. Oh, one. Re- real quick, man, the food coloring thing that's making people's shit pink. Yes. Um, you know what a friend of mine discovered while I was in the army is that uh, if you if you drink a bunch of food coloring like like at once, just straight. I am listening. The cover of your urine, and so what he did, we we would get random drug tests a lot, and he knew one was coming. <laughs> I like and where so this is going he, already. Yes, yes. He he drank a bunch of red food coloring, and during these drug tests, just to make sure there was no cheaters, they would have uh, 
uh, somebody stand there and actually watch the piss come out of your dick into the cup. You know, well, you, you know usually, you gotta. Yeah, usually one of the younger medics. You know, you know you don't put a full bird colonel on that. He's got better shit to do. But uh, <laughs> so my friend drinks the 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 red food coloring, and he starts pissing, and this piss is coming out into the cup bright, bright red, like a like a solid stop sign color red and my friend as he's doing this starts screaming like he's in pain he starts going ah, 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 and the kid doesn't know what the fuck to do he just starts going medic medic oh someone help and my friend just keeps screaming and pissing what seems to be more blood than piss into this cup oh, that's and then fantastic. about halfway and once he gets his cup halfway filled, he just he can't keep a straight face anymore, and he just starts laughing. And yeah, they they threatened to demote him if he did it again. <laughs> I like that. If he they did apparently it were again. upset. Do this again, and we will knock you down to private. Yeah, yeah. Now I've I've uh, what is it? You take a multivitamin, or if you get too much, I think a B. If you get too much B vitamin in you. Uh, your your pee turns neon. I've had that happen where just bright, bright yellow neon coming out of me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I took uh, an extra vitamin today. That's right. Oh, no shit. Because you can't process it, so it just pees itself out. Weird. Vitamin B? Neat. I think it's B. I'm not positive, but... All right, this story I find sort of dumb, interesting. Um, Equifax. Remember the big Equifax hack? With the oh, yeah. Inf- yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they just said today, this is a new one. The reason it's overlooked is because, well, maybe it'll go big, but I doubt it. It should be overlooked because they say Equifax is saying that an additional 2.4 million Americans were impacted by last year's data breach. Here's why that's not a big deal. An additional 2.4 million. Do you remember last year's breach? It was 145 and a half million Americans who lost all their information. So now they're saying, oh, yeah, there, there's an extra two million on top of that. One hundred and forty five million. It's like at that point, it's a drop in the bucket to say that. Oh, yeah. At this point, everyone should just understand that they have been affected by the credit company breach, that that your 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 information is in someone else's hands. Did you do anything when that happened? See, here's the thing about having dog shit credit. Stuff like that doesn't matter to you. Um, <laughs> cool. Wipe out my credit history. Oh, no. Russian hackers wiped out my 550 credits. I guess I got to start from scratch. Oh, no. I, whatever will I do? Oh, well, they're going to they're gonna steal my identity and what? Apply for the credit cards they won't get approved for? <laughs> now the... Now the uh, now, now the student loan people are calling up Russia instead of me. <laughs> Fuck them. I just thought that was funny. I did last year when this happened. I shut down uh, my credit reportability. I went to Equifax and the other two. They said there were three big ones. And I just said, turn my credit off. Just turn it the fuck off. I will turn it because then I have to turn it back on. I have to pay like $20 or something stupid like that or $10. But the next time I need a car, I'm not buying a house anytime soon. I'm not, I have no big purchases coming up. So I should have done it years ago. Like that should be the way Americans operate is you buy a house or a car and then just turn your credit reporting off because you don't need it for like how, how often in, a, in one year 
are you taking out big, huge ticket item loans right. like that? So I shut mine off, and it'll be off until I need a new car. That way no one can open a credit card, no one can steal my identity, no one can do jack shit, because the instant it goes into reporting, they're like, all right, we, oh, wait, you're, you're turned off. We, we can't do anything at all. Sometimes I go online and find stuff that's obviously people trying to uh, get your social security number so they can steal your identity. And I intentionally give them my identity just to troll them and make them think <laughs> that they got something. You know what I mean? Make them think they... Uh, well, your, uh, your plan works good, too. Mine, turning the credit rating off so that nobody can steal it. Good. Yours, having a shit credit rating so that nobody wants it or can, can do no... But it's, it's, you know, it's a horse apiece. Both plans are very good. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... I'm trying to frustrate them and make them turn away from a life of crime because <laughs> they, they keep getting shitty social security numbers. I can't get them approved for anything. It is exactly, and this is a deep cut for our long-term listeners, both of them. Uh, Jake, I know you got to get to work soon, but quick give us a rundown. You frustrating these identity thieves is exactly like you keeping that Indian viagra pill company guy on the line with you for 20 minutes that called you every goddamn day and you finally ended up recording him do you remember that jake i do yeah that was a long time ago i know we talked about it we spent that entire episode we played a clip of you fucking with this guy it's we've seen people do this now where they they keep the telemarketer on the line and they fuck with them by playing stupid uh i know you got to get to work just just give us a two minute rundown of what you did because it was hilarious i remember that was so beautiful yeah i forgot all about it myself so basically uh i would i would get phone calls from a company called u.s pharmacy there was a company in india trying to sell you viagra from canada don't know what was u.s about it except for the people they were calling but we're sorry you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service if you feel you have reached this recording in error Please check the number and try your call again. All right, listeners, so Jake thought he had his uh, phone on airplane mode. What happened is he, he started telling uh, the story about uh, what, I, what I just mentioned. We're going to pick up right there, listeners. Here's Jake talking about Indian uh, pharmaceutical company. But, yeah, so these, these pricks would call me and try to get me to buy this Viagra, and they, they would call me every day. Now, this was when I was in my mid-20s. I did not need a single ounce of Viagra. Uh, if anything, I needed something to make me less potent, you know? Um, did not need Viagra, had never used Viagra. Um, I, I don't know where they got my number or any of that shit. Um, finally, I, I leveled with the guy one day, and I was like, listen, um, I've asked a bunch of times to take me off the list. You guys call every day. I don't want to waste your time anymore. I didn't buy Viagra the first time you guys offered it to me. I didn't buy it the 178th time you guys offered it to me. I'm not going to buy it from you today. I'm not going to buy it from you tomorrow or next week. I want to save your time too. How can I get taken off the, the list? And the guy basically said, well, the only way to take you out of the list is to register you with our corporate headquarters and the only way to do that is if you're a customer so how many pills do you want we got boxes of 50 we got boxes of 100 i'm like all right motherfucker i tried to talk to you like a man i tried to level with you it is fucking on man and so what i started doing is i would i would wait for them to call and i would set up another camera and i would i would 
I started wasting their time. I pretended I was interested in it. And then, and then but I you would, were you were interested, but stupid. You would ask these questions and get confused. I would ask insane them... questions. Yeah, yeah, and just 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 tie them up and wasted their time. And they finally quit. I would say weird shit like, "What's Viagra?" And they would always be like, "Oh, it's um, it's like Cialis. What, what's Cialis? You know? Oh, it's for ED." And then and then eventually, I would it, they would always put you on hold and get the manager because the first guy talking to you. Um, very, very thick accent, didn't really speak a whole lot of English. Like, he spoke enough to where he could kind of tell you what he was selling you, and uh, if you had anything to say outside of, yes, I would like to purchase Viagra, I will take this many pills, here is my credit card number, then he, it, fuck, maybe even that he would have to get the manager, you know what I mean? But, you know, once, once I start asking questions and I'm not just hanging up, they would always put me on hold. They would always get the manager, and then I would just I would just ask stupid shit like what it was and what it did, and and then I would just say odd things like, uh, "Oh, I lost my dick in Vietnam." Uh, so then, I, <laughs> do you have any pills that'll make it grow back? Right. Really? Would you, well, I, do you have anything I can strap to my little nub? I have like a little one inch nub, but it's just not the same for my wife. Uh, you got well. Will you come and bang my wife? Will you? You know. Oh, would, that's right. Will you come bang my wife while I watch? But didn't before that I remember? Didn't you ask like? Didn't you get really excited like and get him turned on like he like he was gonna make a sale? Or you're like, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me this pill will give me an erection? And they got all excited. Yeah. And then, then you let into like, oh, but I don't have a dick. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You, you got them all <laughs> built up like this Viagra was the miracle pill you'd been waiting your whole life for until you remembered, oh, yeah, my yeah. dick got shot I would, off. Can I would you come fuck my wife? Time. I would And I didn't, would he, didn't one guy, the last guy, was like, I will come fuck your wife. Fuck you. I will come fuck your wife. Yeah, like, he what, wasn't mad. He? I think he was going along with it. Like, I think he was having fun with it or, or something. Or I don't know if he thought I was serious, or I I was, but I was asking if he would come fuck my wife, and, and he was saying he would. <laughs> yeah, it went on for like I don't know, twelve, thirteen minutes, man. That is hilarious. So there you go. If you ever get uh, locked up in a telemarketing scheme, just waste their goddamn time, and they will get sick of you. Just just waste their time, and they will realize we're not making any profit. You can't say no. Just waste their time. Yeah. All right, uh, kids, thanks for listening. Um, if you have any good telemarketer stories, get, you know, give us a shout-out. Other than that, jakevevra.com. And I will probably talk about this next week. Uh, NathanTimmel.com. By the time this goes live on New Podcast Monday, I might have an entirely new website. What happened was uh, I asked my wife to change a button or add a button to my website, and she went, huh, I could add a button or I could entirely rebuild it from the floor up. And it, right now it's hidden. She has a ghost website so that we can see it and monitor it, but it's not live. But it looks fucking amazing. Nice. My wife is a web designer. So uh, go to NathanTimmel.com. By Monday, you might be seeing the new website. If not, I'm going to talk it up next week, too. So JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com. Thanks for listening. And if you ever stumble across a overlooked news story that we did not cover, shoot it to us. All right. Bye. Later. <laughs>